15 that probably presents the wrestling roundtables the raw the bad the ugly the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like didn't like and we'll just flat out horrendous it is your favorite tag team partners me start a pro it's miller how was your week sir it was decent that's what's up i had a better week that's what's up well, for kids when destroying shit although i did hear that october is slap a staff every month i heard about that i don't think you'll be the one bro no nah. <laughs> you ain't gonna worry about <laughs> Cause I will fight a fucking kid. <laughs> I don't want to go there, but I'll fight one of you little bastards. They kept talking about that. They're like, these new teachers are different. They'll punch your kid dead in the face. They yeah. give a shit about your life. No, no, yeah. for real. Self defense, sir. Yeah. Nah, I, you know what I do? I fall the fuck out. I just fall. I just, you know, I, I was out of rich school. I would. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Fall out, start convulsing. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yep. my god. Oh, oh, it's coming again. Oh. Man. <laughs> Try to take their little heathen ass to fucking court. Shit. I'm so scared now everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, overall, it was pretty good week. Pretty good week. Um. Anyway, you got any match to watch for? I do have a match to watch for. Um. <clears throat> My match to watch for this week is going to be Sammy Guevara um, going against yes. I was Miro. about to say, Rusev, yeah. man, that match is good. Yeah, for the TNT Championship, really, really good match. Um, better than I expected, too. I love the story that they told during the match, mostly. Um, and, it, um, and how Sammy won. And how Sammy won. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, because it didn't hurt Miro, and I don't think it's over. No. And to be honest, even though I didn't expect it, it's cool because of the streak that Miro had and the way that they built it up. And again, those wins and losses coming into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, the match I thought was well put together. Everything about it I thought clicked. Um, and like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to their rematch and hope this is kind of a feud. Yeah. If it's not, cool, but I don't see why it wouldn't be. I'd be down for a Miro, Sammy Guevara a feud. The way they booked it, though, it almost seemed like they finna have Miro doing something else. Yeah, almost like, they, to me, it could be because that he's going to be in the title picture once he comes yeah. back from Earth, even if he's going to take time off. I think he might end up there, you know, putting him in yeah. the title picture, like, yeah. I'm down for uh, Kenny versus uh, Miro. Yeah, me That'd too. That'd be a dope match, and a different type of challenge for Kenny, too. Mm-hmm. Because they already got Sammy going against Bobby Fish this week. Mm-hmm. So, and then I like how, <laughs> how uh, what's-name came out, uh, Ethan... 
Ethan Page. Oh, uh, Ethan and, Page and yeah, Scorpio, Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Already, like, man, you giving out challenges to people that's not even on the roster. Yeah, I like how that. Yeah. I like that whole whole dynamic. Smart. Yep, yep. Then I watched the, what's it? The road, whatever they show is. Road to the top. Yeah, road to the top. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, it's not horrible. I yeah. was like, all right, I might can get down with this. Mm-hmm. Brand, the other Brand, side of things. Brandy a little G. I ain't gonna lie. She showed you she show you a different side of her. Like, yo. She's a businesswoman, bro. Mm-hmm. Play. Yeah, yeah. And uh Jay fine as fuck. And she got a motherfucker. Sexy ass boy. You know that's my girl. Love me. Hey Miss Cargill. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. But um but anyway, news and rumors. News and rumors. So um Nicole Savoy, yesterday from, uh, if you know her from, like, ROH, um, I believe she's done a tour of Stardom, um, she's in Shimmer, she was injured yesterday, it was kind of scary at the MLW Fightland, um, show, they took her out on a stretcher, the ambulance came as a precaution, she, uh, actually put out on Twitter about, like, an hour ago that she just has a bruised sternum, um, but they wanted to take her out for a precaution because she had lost, like, um, uh, her ability to breathe, you know, the yeah. got knocked out of her, it was a scary moment for everybody there, they didn't know what happened, but yeah, she said she's okay, um, she'll probably take like a couple weeks off or so, so there's that, um, also from that same show, on the 7th is when it airs, October 7th, you can watch, um, Alexander Hammerstein, uh, I'm gonna say Mr. Fuji, jeez, I thought you were gonna say Alexander Hamilton. Oh, wow, Alexander Hammerstone. I'll just call him Hammerstone. I said yeah. Hammerstein. Yeah. Hammerstone against um, Jacob Fatu is going to be a really good match. I, I implore you, please watch this match. Watch this match. Uh, I'm not going to give away who wins, but definitely watch that match. Um, what can I say? It's going to be on Vice TV, too. I believe yeah. this is the debut, so it'll be exciting. Um, for those wondering, Alexa Bliss is written off of TV for the time being because yeah. she has uh, to get sinus surgery, I believe mm. it is. Okay. So, look out for that. And then, also, WWE, King of the Ring. They're having a special. It yeah, actually comes that. out. Yeah, um, it'll first air, I believe, tonight, which is Sunday. Um, and then the, you'll be able to see reruns on demand. But they're really putting a lot of I- emphasis into this King of the Ring. Uh, so it should be interesting how the show actually goes. Yeah. Um, and that's my uh, my news and rumors. That's all I got here. And I know one thing. What's the name? Better not. Shall not win Queen. Mm. Was it the Queen's Tournament? The, yeah, the queen, Queen's Crown. Yeah, something like that. Although I don't know why they wouldn't just call it Queen of the Ring. Unless somebody else owns it. Maybe it was a copyright thing. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's my news and rumors. Yeah. All right, get right to it. What was your Raw, sir? My Raw was the uh, Brody Lee tribute show. Mm-hmm. I thought that it was really, really good, well put together, top to bottom. Um, I love the storyline um, conclusion, the happy ending, so to speak, for um, the Dark Order. And I see what they were building towards. It didn't even click to me that this is kind of what they were building towards is to get to the anniversary, or not the anniversary show, but the tribute show and be able to, you know, be like, hey... We mended the fence here in his hometown, in Brody's hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see where everything goes. I loved everything about that if, segment. If Bray was going to be a part of the Dark Order, though, I would have loved 
for this to be that moment. Yeah. And, and and there's still like no word on where he'll show up. Because um, I heard impact. They have I heard impact is trying to go impact, after him. Yeah. And and just because he was impact doesn't mean he couldn't show up in AEW. So yeah, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought top to bottom is just really really good show and how they they do a good job I think of tri- for tribute shows not making it cheesy but still mm-hmm. being a tribute to whomever. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really dope. Um, but yeah, that's my raw. Your raw, sir? Um, hit row being on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Listen, if there's any show that they had to go to <laughs> outside of NXT, it would have been SmackDown. Because mm-hmm. how they're writing for Raw is just is not there. It's not there. So for them to be on SmackDown... I can't wait to see how they try to utilize them and what they end up doing. Can they find success on the main roster? Is Vince McMahon going to tweak them to the point where it doesn't work? It doesn't work, but it doesn't look like that so far. And and um, Top Dollar has already said he's going to block everybody being negative because, you know, he's getting those. They're going to change you and make you guys suck. Mm-hmm. He sounds like he's optimistic, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, he can block people, but at the end of the day, what they saying? <laughs> yeah, there's a track record. You know, like you can be upset about some shit, but facts but are if, facts, man. Yeah, if you if there's a track record of some BS, there's a track record. There's a track record of some BS. Yeah, but I actually I love that, I love that pick for SmackDown, and I can't wait to see them every week. On SmackDown, hopefully, mm-hmm. because I mean, it's some wrestlers we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Oscar, haven't seen her in a while. I need Oscar back. Where has she been? She's too good. Unless she's given a uh, a break, which she deserves. If this is a, a planned break, yeah, she was going hard during the pandemic. Yeah, she was. Um. I also like Drew McIntyre going to the Blue Brand. Maybe this can refresh him. Um, I think just him being on Raw and him being the top guy was just... It just got stale quick. And I felt sorry for him because I don't think it was really his fault. No. But... It's the writing. Yeah, it was the writing. It was the... Not really giving them the proper competition outside of Bobby Lashley and then making making that feud so long. Yeah. And then they dragged that feud out. It was just like nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. Um, But anyway, what's your bad, sir? Uh, My bad is putting the Hurt Business back together simply because there's no reason to break them up. And I hate the fact that the decision to put them back together was made based off of MVP being out and feeling like you need like a mouthpiece or a muscle behind Bobby Lashley. I thought that was whack. And what would be even whacker is if it's only temporary for the whole um, Crown Jewel pay-per-view. If, like after that, if he loses to Goldberg, he's like, we're, we're broke up again. Like if this is a temporary thing. You should have never broken up the Hurt Business in the beginning. No. There was no reason for that. Mm-hmm. It's just like I heard... Um, uh, Tony Khan at one point was saying they were gonna he was gonna disband um, the um, oh my god the inner circle and Chris Jericho was like why 
He's like, well, because everybody's doing their own things. Like, that's okay. Groups do their own thing. And so he was like, yeah, you're right. That's I think how people the get so club. Used, yeah. Right. But I think what happens is you get so used to... Somebody brought up how with WWE being the only show in town for so long, sometimes I think even when he... Because one guy I was talking to, is a, he plays video games a lot. You know, I'm really mm-hmm. into playing the universe mode. You get so used to like, well, if they're not always together, they can't be a group. Like, but no, that how does that even happen in real life? Friends aren't always together. They it happened with the NWO. Happened with it, right? And I think, and then, but Tony brought up how he was like, and that made me go, wait, what? What am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, everything. It's okay. Yeah. Sammy Guevara could be friends with Fuego del Sol and still be in the inner circle because people have for still. Hey guys, still has friends that aren't my friends. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like this is real. It happens. Yeah. This is real life, guys. Like, it was just like what we were just talking about before we even started this podcast. We were just talking about Lil Durk and, and yeah. uh yeah, and you the whole Kanye, yeah, and, and the whole Kanye like, yeah. Twenty One Savage mm-hmm. didn't know, and he's like, oh, I'm on a song. I didn't even know y'all had a problem. What the hell? Yeah, like and and then you know, like you talked about what's your what's really your problem? Why do you have? Okay, that yeah. sounds like a stupid problem to have. Y'all need to work that out. That's between yeah, y'all. Yeah. So. Yo, and then well, why do I got to be involved in that? You know what I mean? At the end of the day, this is business. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that can happen within a group. Yep. It's happened within groups, like you said, within NWR. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I'm happy that the Hurt Business is back together, but the reasoning yeah. behind it and the reason and them even being broke up in the first place is asinine. Craziness. Yeah. Anyway. If anything, too, it creates a whole nother dynamic. Because especially you can start things that way. But we already like, know. That once you say it out loud. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. Because we know it's it. never going to happen in WWE. But in AEW, you still got hope. Tying things together, sir. Yeah. Um, my bad is, and I don't know, but I just feel like I didn't like this move. And that's Bianca Belair going to, to Raw. Mm. I think um, she was running that women's division on SmackDown. She was successful at doing so, um, and you and you shitted on her. Really, kind of tell you the truth, the way you made her lose, um, even with the way you made her lose at Extreme Rules, um, I feel like you didn't give her flowers when she deserved them. Deserved them. Because she held that shit down when Sasha got hurt. When all you had for competition really for her was Carmella. And and she was the one making that shit still relevant. Because you actually looked forward to seeing her. Mm -hmm. She held it down when Bailey got hurt. As well. We, We can't forget about that. Because remember, her first competitor... I don't understand how come they just didn't have her run through the four horsewomen in the first place. Makes too much sense. Well, she beat Bailey already. She beat Sasha. Then you should have had her beat Becky. And now that you're getting to my ugly, <laughs> she could have beat Charlotte. And now let me transition this over to my ugly. Go ahead. And that's not because, not that Charlotte is going over to the blue brand. 
the fact that Charlotte should have just lost the to belt. Dewdrop mm. and moved over to SmackDown. That's what should have happened. She should have put Dewdrop over even if you planned on bringing Bianca over there and Bianca could have eventually just took the title off of Dewdrop. Dewdrop could have had a two, three week run, lost the title. She's Nobody would have cared. It would have been understandable. And then she and then Bianca would have held it down over there. I didn't like the fact that you sitting there and now you got two champions on one on one show. Mm-hmm. Like what I just didn't I just don't get it. I just don't get why when you know she's gonna have to drop the title anyway. Cause what are you gonna do? Like, are you gonna make her try to work both shows? Then now at that point you burning your wrestlers out too. That's a good point. Unless she asked for that, there's no reason why she should be working both shows. So just have her drop the title. Let do drop put her over. Let interference. I mean, that could have happened too. You could have ran some type of interference, whatever, to where Charlotte was going over to the blue brand and, and created a story or something like that. They could have did anything. I don't care what the fuck it was. But the, <laughs> the, just all I all I can say is that Charlotte going over to the blue brand. With the uh, Raw Women's Tam- Championship made absolutely no sense to me, and that was ugly. And I, I just, I just don't get that shit. I don't understand it. Um, it's just asinine. But to go back, now that I think about it too, another thing I did like was Edge getting drafted to Raw. Fresh into him, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, and. I think it said that no, we're not gonna just treat Raw like a B show. So Edge going over there, it brings a WWE legend to the red, the red brand, mm-hmm. and I actually like that. I, I I thought that was it was a shocker to me that that was something that they were gonna be willing to do. I guess it didn't shock me just because I figured at some point he was gonna because there's like what is he gonna do on Raw? I mean, on SmackDown. Yeah. At this point. But. So, let's see what happens in night two of the draft, though. Because, um, is Becky going to get drafted to Raw? Nah, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. She wasn't drafted at all. True. I, I don't think Raw. Unless Seth Rollins ends up on Raw. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Otherwise, but, oh, but I do like the dynamic of... Roman telling uh, Paul Heyman, too, like, you better make sure they get drafted to SmackDown. You better go over to Raw and make sure that the Usos get drafted to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. I like that, too. Like, yo, they can't break up the bloodline. Which would be a dumbass thing for them to do yeah, anyway. No, do we don't yeah. know how they do it. They're just trying to even it all out. It's yeah, time, yeah. though. Yep. It's time. Yeah. All right, you're ugly, sir. Uh, my ugly is the way Jay Cargo won. Um, the finish. I like that Jay Cargo won. Don't get me wrong. And I don't even mind the spot of her like basically beating the hell out of Thunder Rosa with the um with the chair. 
the part that I didn't like was that for a finish, I thought it finished flat and it didn't help her in the sense of she's on this streak and I feel like when you're on a streak and you're new, I won't even call her green because she looks good out there. So it's not that she's green. You got to play up um, the moves, right? And I think using Jaded, you know, the sit-out face buster she does, or um, I, 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 her finish to me should be the blue thunder bomb, the spinning power bomb she does. Like, that to me should be her finish. But nevertheless, um, I feel like that's how you should establish it. Even if it was on a chair. Like, okay, she's going to do it on a chair. But po- make it a point that, man, every time she hits Jaded, nobody's getting up from that. I feel like that was a missed opportunity because I feel like that's a good, I don't want to call it a crutch, but something good to lean on when you're dealing with a newer character, a newer wrestler, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get you. That should make sense. Um, and it's not too often that uh, AEW does something that make you sit there and be like, damn, why the fuck you do that? But those that was one of those moments. Mm-hmm. And shit, especially with somebody like her that you really building to be a strong... Right. Sort of like leading the women's division. And I get the idea behind it. She's violent. She'll do whatever she... Uh, but it's like, do all that and then be like, you know what? It's not enough. Kind of mm-hmm. like what Sammy did. Yeah. Sammy hit the... Uh, and they were like, go for it. I love the commentary, too. Mm-hmm. Shout out CM Punk. I love CM Punk on commentary. Yeah. But I used to show you ROH DVDs with him mm-hmm. on, on commentary, so. Yeah. Um, but, no, like, I, I loved how they pointed out, like, is it enough? Oh, he's going to hit the 630. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think it's enough. Like, that could have worked really well in this match, too. Sort of like with Sammy Guevara. It was like, you know, he hit the, uh, what did he call it? It's sort of like go to get sleep. The, get, get the F out of here. Yeah. Is what it's supposed to be called. Oh, okay. I forget what he calls it in AEW. But, he but they call it, it GFO then. Yeah. Yep. Is it the GFO? Okay, because yeah, yeah. on the indies, it's called Get the Fuck Out of Here, and everybody yeah, yeah. says it. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they said GFO or whatever. Right. But um, but anyway, but yeah, when he, when he hit that, and then he got up on the ropes, and they was like, oh, that wasn't enough, you know? Right. And uh, even though he didn't finish him that way, obviously, Miro hurt himself. Mm-hmm. By ripping off the turnbuckles and stuff like that, but um, it just showed you that, like you know some characters you can't just put them down. Right. And, some people it yeah, takes more. Yeah, and I love when they tell the story that way. John Cena used to do that. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes, nope, this AA just ain't gonna work. It's I gotta do. Be I gotta do it off the top rope, or I gotta hit him with more than one in order to win. That's what I gotta do. Um, matter of fact, they just did that in WWE when, um, Sheamus, Damian Sandow, I was about to call him Damian Sandow, Damian Priest, and, um, and Jeff Hardy went at it. It was like, even though he ended up rolling them up and win, um, remember it was, I forgot what was the sequence, but I think wasn't they needed more than one. He was going to go for more yeah, than one. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And to try to finish him off. Yeah. So... Sometimes that matters, and I get it. But I was happy that she still beat Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I think it sent a clear message as to who's going to be next in line or coming up close to end up challenging Dr. Uh, Britt Baker for the title. Britt Baker? Not that it's her time yet, but she's 
building herself slowly but surely mm-hmm. to that point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, do you have the Extreme Rules card up, sir? I don't. Oh, man. I thought you, I thought you were prepared yeah. for that. You little asshole. You should have been prepared. Um, Extreme Rules? Yeah. You know we always got to review it. Oh, I didn't know we were doing I got that. it already, man. You're oh, too okay. late. Um, so we kick off the show with Liv Morgan defeating Carmella. I don't get where they're going with this. I barely paid attention to it. <laughs> I just, like, I'm sitting there, I'm watching it, I'm watching it on SmackDown, and I'm just like, I don't get what they're trying to do, where they're going with any of this. Um, the match was, was okay. It was decent. I mean, I wouldn't say that wasn't watchable. Because I've seen, I've seen some horrible matches. So I wouldn't say that this wasn't watchable. I think the storyline just doesn't... I'm not invested. Mm-hmm. They haven't did anything really to make me... And that's part of it. And I think that's one of the things WWE always miss out on. Is make me feel invested. Like when Bray Wyatt was turning over to The Fiend. You had the, the Firefly Funhouse and shit like that. And even though it looked corny at first... You made me invest in this, which is why it pissed fans off when you fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Because we were invested in it, and you fucked it up when you started doing all that shit with Randy Orton and all that goofy shit, and everything just went to shit after that. Um, after that, we had the New Day defeating Bobby Lashley, AJ Styles, and almost. Were you surprised that Bobby Lashley took that pin? I mean, I thought AJ should have took that pin. I think the reason they did it is because he just took a pin, so I guess to them it didn't matter. But I, I don't know. I, the match to me was so forced that I lost total interest. Like just I, off the bat, I was like, okay, okay. I was you, like, you this know, is so and almost is so limited. It just mm-hmm. doesn't work for me. I'm like, he gets in, I know what's gonna happen. He's gonna do. He's going to absorb a few moves and do some big chop or something. And then it's just like, oh, Yeah, yeah. Shit. Which is why, like, and I was thinking about this. This is where WWE also messes up at when, like, when they had Braun Strowman, somebody who could move, who's a big dude, and you didn't utilize him in mm. that way because you're too busy trying to build him up as, no, you're a big dude in stature, so this is how we have to book you, and it ain't. Man, and it's the same thing with Keith Lee. You don't have to book him in these way in the way that you think that fans are going to comprehend it. Fans can comprehend a big dude being able to move. Mm-hmm. It's still all a show. They got to remember, man. Like, and I ain't trying to be offensive to anybody, but this is a circus show. That's what we come. That's what we're paying to see. We're paying to see a, a male soap opera circus show. Like, we want to see these motherfuckers come out and do these ac- acrobatic fucking moves and, like, tell a story. Sell me on what they doing. And the way they write some of these big dudes sometimes, I'm just like, like, almost you can tell, like, that's just what it is. That's mm-hmm. just what he does. But you haven't written a show for him that made fans get invested in him yet. I know that because I'm one of them fans. 
I'm not invested in almost yet. Pretty sure he's a cool ass dude, but I'm just not invested in his character. If he ever did anything. Um, after that, they had Smackdown, Smackdown Tag Team Champions defeat the Usos defeating the Street Profits. Man, listen. The Usos. I wish. I wish either the Usos would just. This is where the forbidden door I wish would get open for WWE. Because I got to see the Usos versus fucking um, Nick and Matt Jackson. Mm-hmm. Like the Young Bucks versus the Usos is something I got to see. Or the Usos versus G.O.D. Man, the Usos versus G.O.D. would be fucking nuts. Like these are matches that I would just love to see. Or the Street Profits. Dude, can you imagine the Street Profits going against... Nick and Mac Jackson? Yeah, that'd be the match. That match would be nice. Like, WWE, for all intents and purposes, don't really invest in their tag teams. But they got some dope-ass tag teams. And they always really have. They just haven't invested in them. You gotta think, I mean, they had the revival. Mm-hmm. They had, um... The Vaude, the what was it? The Vaude Villains. <laughs> I'm, dude, them motherfuckers was dope. But Vince isn't into tag teams, so. Yeah. But you built tag teams before. That's what's crazy. Yeah. I, for whatever reason, he fell out of love with them. Yeah. Um, but this match was nice. This is one of the highlights on the show. Yeah. Um, the Raw Women's Championship match. Charlotte Flair versus Alexa Bliss. Charlotte actually, well, obviously defeated Alexa. We kind of know why Alexa lost because she's going on this hiatus for a little while. Um, I still didn't love the match. I did not like anything about <laughs> it. I was like drifting in and out. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Charlotte just doesn't do it for me anymore. I don't know what it is. It just felt so standard and like I don't know. It just I don't. It wasn't a good match to me. Yeah. I think she's gotten so good that she's almost, she limits herself. Because, man, remember the times she go off the top rope doing fucking But it's not twist. even, like, right, I, mean, I don't I'm think just it's saying. that. It's just her, I, it's the, the thing with, like, once she, I know she was gone for a little bit, but it's like once she comes back, it's like over and over and over. It's like she it's gets the John Cena effect. Throat. Yeah, yeah, it's the John Cena effect, and it's the same shit. If it was different, mm-hmm. sometimes like her dad's style was different. Mm-hmm. Every match was different. I'm yeah. not saying she needs to be like her dad. Yeah, she does. But it's just like, but everybody can't. Even if you want to be, you're just not yeah, gonna yeah. be. No, 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 that's like, true. Reflect. But she, but I, but I can tell you this. I, I believe that she could do it. I don't think she can. I, I just, it's hard to be different every single, like, some of the best can't do it, but that, so that's why you limit how much you see these people, and it's like, nope, Charlotte, every fucking Monday, in your you know fucking what I think, face, wrestling her ass. You know what I, you know what I really it's think like it is? too much. Maybe Charlotte ain't as good as everybody thinks she is. Nah. I just think it's just too much. It's the WWE style of too much. No, but I'm just saying, though, is she as great as everybody thinks she really is? Because I remember saying this before. Asuka is the better wrestler. Mm-hmm. She actually is the better character. 
think about how Asuka has evolved in her characters from being undefeated in NXT to coming up to the main roster winning the Royal Rumble to finally winning the Raw uh, Women's Championship to going into the tag team with Kairi Sane and then winning the Raw uh, Women's Championship after Kairi left. I mean, she has been different. Mm-hmm. And not to say, that's not to say Charlotte is this trash. Like, I'm not saying that before anybody be like, damn, so you trying to say Charlotte's trash? No. I'm not trying to say Charlotte's trash. I'm just saying that if you don't believe that she's capable of being able to change, maybe she's not as great as people really think she is. Mm-hmm. She's a great wrestler, but she hasn't been able to evolve. And it's sometimes it's, it's, it's the little things, right? Because what did we, like with CM Punk, remember when he would change? It was always something simple. Like a subtle change. Yeah, the way he wears his hair, the beard, all of this stuff. Like, it was just it was just different. The way he went in there and, and handled his business, um, as far as his character-wise. All right, but next up, we got the United States Championship uh, where Damian Priest defeated Sheamus and Jeff Hardy. I actually like this match, too. Um, actually, happy that Jeff Hardy's not on Raw anymore, though, too. <laughs> but this match was actually pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. As much as I didn't understand Jeff Hardy being in it at all, it wasn't a bad match. And yeah. I like that Damian Priest won. They didn't do anything weird. Right, yeah. Um, after that, we had the SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch uh, versus Bianca Belair. And then no contest after Sasha Banks attacked both superstars. I just, it was just stupid. I don't understand the ending. The ending? The match was the good. The match was good, yeah. But you ruin a really good match by doing dumb overbooking bullshit. Yeah, like, yeah. why? I do, I do feel just like it was fucking wrestle. That shit could have happened after somebody won. Yeah. Even if it was Bianca losing. Yep. It could have just happened after. Just overbooked. You know what? Because here's the thing. Bianca should have just beat Becky the first match. And then Becky could have won this one. And And it all worked. Yep. It's just simple booking. This is really not hard. And I I just don't get why they don't get that. Right. And then after that, you got the Universal Championship match with Roman Reigns beating the Demon Finn Balor. Listen, the match was good. Obviously, more overbooking bullshit. Yep. But at the end yeah. of the day, the ending, and it was already gonna be fucked up, regardless of how they ended this, because Finn Balor, the demon, should have never took a pin from anybody, because he's supposed to be different. Mm-hmm. Nobody, and this is where Vince fucks up booking. You shouldn't do these type of things. There was no reason for us to get the demon Finn Balor. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit there and act like I wasn't hyped to finally see him. Because it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Since SummerSlam, matter of fact. Uh, When he won the Universal title. But that doesn't mean that we needed him to lose. That wasn't supposed to happen. It's supposed to be a special moment. And on top of that, you booked yourself in the corner because we knew that Roman was going to win because you got him facing Brock right. at, at, at Crown Jewel. At Crown Jewel. So we already knew where this was going. But 
and I'll give them kudos for trying to be different. Like I said in iHeart Wrestling, shout out iHeart Wrestling. I didn't expect to see something different for an ending. I thought we'd just get a standard. He caught him with a spear. I would have much rather standard caught him for a spear though. I'll give you props for trying to be different, but that was too different with the mm-hmm. whole. Like, who cut the top rope and, like, that was it? Like, you could have done that and then let the match go a little bit longer so we could get the taste out yeah, of our yeah. mouth. But the way it just abruptly ended, so it just, it just wasn't good. Yeah, I give uh, Extreme Rules a, a... You know what? I'm going to give it a C-. minus, Just a little bit above a D. Because I do think that, although I didn't like the ending of the Becky Lynch-Bianca match, I didn't like the ending of Roman Reigns, and Finn Balor, but those two matches were actually pretty good. The Jeff Hardy, Sheamus, and Damian Priest match was good. Uh, the Usos versus the Street Profits was by far the best match on the show. Um, so they actually had some pretty decent matches on there. But they also had some really fucked up shit that, that happened as well. It's that bookie, man. Yeah. It's that bookie, so, man. So, so uh, I can't just ignore all of that. So, I will give it a, a C-, minus, which I know most people will probably be like, that's a higher grade than I thought you would have gave it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, be sure to check out 1515 Nav and all of the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can find us, in, find us on any podcast platform you choose to use. Just type in 1515 Nav. You should find podcasts such as Equalopsis, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, or Slurring the Truth. If you go to our website and just um, you want to find us on there, just go ahead and click on it. Um, you'll see a link for Amazon. Click on that. Go support the site. Greatly appreciate it. And with that said, it is me, Stuart Pro. It's Miller. And we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, and The Other.